Catch the Tech Ranch with Marlo Anderson and Steve Bakken on Super Talk 1270, Saturday afternoons, 1 till 4 on Super Talk 1270. Time for Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town, brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line, it moves fast. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty, Peak Automotive and Service, Runnings, your home farm and outdoor store, and Silver Ranch. Good morning. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve and Lori Hintz joining us from uh, Beck News. Uh, just a little reminder, roads a little slick out there, a little uh, mist and uh, drizzle uh, through yesterday afternoon into the overnight that uh, caused some of the roadways to be a little slippery. So do be careful if you're commuting or transversing any of the intersections around town or out on the highways. Uh, roads are a little slick. Uh, we didn't get the brunt of the uh, freezing rain, though, so that's slid far off to the east and southeast. So that was good news for the Bismarck-Mandan area. Uh, this is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270 and just like we do each and every Monday morning, Lori Hintz from Beck News, Beck.News, B-E-K.News. Uh, you can follow all the latest with the proposed uh Summit Carbon Solutions proposed pipeline. And, uh, Lori, a, a lot going on. We've got a PSC meeting coming up and uh, interesting article uh, down in Sioux Falls. Yes, uh, the Sioux Falls Argus Leader has an article that came out a couple days ago now, actually three days ago on the 19th, uh, by a gentleman named Dominic Dausch, uh, D-A-U-S-C-H. And the article talks about Sioux Falls, um, and they actually are talking about what's going on in South Dakota. The deal in South Dakota is they are in their legislative session right now, and so they are bringing forth legislation on behalf of property owners and it is just apparently not going well again this time. South Dakota lawmakers kill bill that would block Summit Pipeline uh, is the headline of this one. Quote, too problematic to pass. So uh, they're, they're having trouble on there. This bill was brought by Representative Scott Moore uh, at the request of rural landowners, according to the article. And uh, the landowners are actively opposing the 2,000-mile, $5.5 billion pipeline proposed by Summit Carbon Solutions, um, which, by the way, if you are not aware, Summit Carbon Solutions is based in Iowa. They are an Iowa company. But under the proposed amendment, quote, energy groups would have also needed to obtain written consent from landowners permitting access to their property at the scheduled date and time. Proponents say Bill offers a common-sense approach to survey access, but opponents are arguing the amended law would have, quote, chilling effects on utilities. So they are trying to argue and uh, they're trying to iron out definitions for all of these things. And this is the, this is a really big problem with the whole, uh, the whole carbon capture scheme, if you will, for many of these people, because what's going on is that the definitions are getting muddied. And I kind of learned that when I was at the Northwest Landowners Association meeting. They say words matter. And you they need do. to use specific terms in order to argue your uh, your case. So in this case, they're talking about chilling effect on utilities, which means convoluting things like water and oil pipelines and other types of transmission lines 
And that is that is what is mucking them up in South Dakota, as far as I can tell from this. Okay, so bringing that back to North Dakota in our last legislative session, where there were eight bills that got crushed uh, last minute at the behest of the governor's office that would have strengthened and bolstered uh, property rights and property landowners' uh, ability to protect their land. Um, kind of the same thing. Is, is it just that the North Dakota cycle was ahead of what's going on in South Dakota? Is it more a case that um, there was something working behind the scenes in North Dakota that maybe um, wasn't in the same light as it is in South Dakota, and now South Dakota is dealing with it? But we're seeing we're seeing some legislators' true colors show up because I, that's really what happens if if you're voting against things that are going to strengthen property rights or you know who are you really working for well they brought it up in in the meeting uh last week at the northwest landowners association they had a 2024 conference on the constitution and it was brought up once again like it was in iowa at a at a rally that they had there one time that the Senate were the ones that were the problems in every single one of the Midwestern states who had trouble passing legislation, which is very curious that, it, that they all passed well um, bills in the House. Uh, in the case of Nebraska, near unicameral, they do not have a House and a Senate. So they have one, um, one um, body that they have in, in Nebraska. But all the other states, Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, they all have the, the two different uh, you know, uh, bicameral, and so they have the House and the Senate, and they passed in the House, and they didn't in the Senate. So that's curious. That seems very odd that it would be every single time. So makes you have to look back and go, okay, you know, what is the what is the difference here? Why why is this not working in South Dakota? This is a this is an interesting one because well, Darla Rogers, who is a lobbyist for um, a rural electric association in South Dakota, um, told the committee that bill would convolute the process to build an energy facility in the state. state. So what they're doing is they are commingling all of these different terms and not separating um, that this is a CO2 pipeline from anything else. And that's um, confusing everybody. I want to come back to that. Uh, Lori, we're up against the break. I want to come back to that, though, and I want to talk about that language matters and bring that back to uh, the landowners uh, meeting that took place last week as well. We're talking with Lori Hintz from Beck News. You can go to beck.news, that's B-E-K dot news, for all things concerning Summit Carbon Solutions proposed CO2 pipeline. Also, we're going to get into some politics a little bit later in this hour, some breaking news uh, taking place. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken along with Lori Hintz from Beck News, Beck.News. You can go to Beck.News and find all the latest with Summit Carbon Solutions proposed CO2 pipeline. A lot going on uh, right now with a PSC hearing coming up, but we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Also, Sioux Falls, Argus Leader, a big uh, article down there because they're in their legislative session right now. And not dissimilar than what took place in North Dakota, our last legislative session. Uh, now they've got a, a bill that just went through that was stopped because it was protecting landowners and, and ensuring well, greater property right okay yeah. all right I, I'm connecting yeah. some dots and I'm reading between the lines a little bit but again the conversation is language matters language matters yeah. and trying to muddy the water by circle speak doesn't do anybody any good 
Yeah, there is a uh, there is an, an, a fellow who is a lobbyist for Missouri River Energy Service named Sam Nelson, and he um, he critiqued this bill that they had put to protect landowners, and he described it quote as too quote problematic to pass end quote too problematic to pass landowners have also, according to this article, appealed the decision to the South Dakota Supreme Court, and it remains to be decided whether judicial tribunal will pick up the case. Summit Carbon initiated a motion in December to have that case dismissed. So in South Dakota, they're uh, uh, exerting some lawfare as well uh, in this process because they are just not getting relief from their legislature and legislature and legislative um, representatives. So... And this is really interesting. Um, the House bill, if you want to look it up, uh, it came out of uh, their Commerce and Energy Committee, and they voted uh, 8 to 4 on Friday to defer it. Uh, House Bill 1079 in South Dakota, if you want to look it up, is a bill that would have required pipeline and utility companies to obtain written consent from South Dakota property owners, which, as I see it, is it does not seem like that that's so, such a problematic thing because it seems like that makes perfect sense that you would need a written consent, especially after I went to that that's a 2024 conference that the Northwest landowners had. Uh, they, they had some really interesting, fabulous speakers, and one of them said contractual um, rights are not constitutional rights. Now think about that just for a moment. Contractual rights, are not constitutional rights. I wrote that down in my notes because it was, Explain it was that. really slapped me right in the face. <laughs> right. But again, language matters. Explain that to the listeners. Well, what that means is, is that if you have a contract, it does not usurp necessarily your constitutional rights in the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendment. So if you go back and look at the Constitution, you have rights not granted by contracts, not granted by governments, but granted by God. And that, and that was another thing that was, was just flat out said. And, oh, by the way, I have a new story that is uh, is coming out, too, about the Northwest Landowners one. So you can watch that. And uh, that latest story will be airing here on Beck News shortly. Uh, it is at Beck.News. And what you can do is you can go and look at the page where we have all of the compilation of things called Capturing America's Heartland CO2 Pipelines. It's a black logo with white lettering. You click on that and you can see all the things that we have covered uh, with regard to landowner rights, safety issues, and the CO2 pipeline proposed around the city of Bismarck, actually, to go up into a sequestration site in Oliver and Mercer counties. Uh, they've been pushing back their timeline some some uh, at Summit Carbon Solutions. So it looks like um, things might be a little bit later than they had planned. And while this is all going on, we are waiting for a ruling from the PSD and we're waiting waiting for rulings from FIMSA as well. So it's a slow going process, but it's definitely uh, worth paying attention to. That's the other thing is that more and more people in the community are starting to pay attention to this as well. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, two things here. For first of all, I, I'm I'm still trying to figure out the whole trigger mechanism for those that attack the Constitution. And gee, God-given rights. How many people are going to freak out about that? <laughs> Second of all, um, when you start looking at the the bigger logistics of of that with the contractual stuff. 
how is that going to play out in a court of law? And I, I, I'm just curious how that's going to play out because it, it's kind of a he said, she said from a from a language perspective. And I, I, I'm, I, I'm still trying to process some of that, Lori. I know. I will say this: uh, there is a terrific constitutional based lawyer. Um, who is based out of Bismarck, North Dakota, named Derek Broughton, B-R-A-A-T-E-N. And he, uh, along with the Broughton Law Firm, have been actually championing the landowners' rights for some years now, many years, as a matter of fact. And they've been, they've been working on this. And with regard to takings and horse-based litigation, they've been doing uh, work on what's called amalgamation, which is a made-up word. Uh, in order to be able to do some what's called takings of people's land and rights. Uh, so Derek Broughton has been just an absolute rock star, um, and he is the general counsel for the Northwest Landowners Association, which, by the way, I learned at this conference, has been around since 2010. So they are not a new just pop-up thing. They've been around since 2010 working really hard and bringing lawsuits and and doing some lawfare because that's the only way they can protect landowners' rights at this point. And the impetus of where they came from was uh, with the growth of the oil and gas industry, there was really a a disconnect between the state of North Dakota, the property rights, the mineral rights owners, and the companies that wanted to do business in North Dakota. And they've really functioned as a go-between and a mediator in a lot of these disputes and a lot of the issues, making sure that everything's equitable. I mean, so it's not just about protecting landowner rights. They were just about doing good business and making the process work in North Dakota as well. So um, they're not left, right, they're center. They're, they're, they're mediators. I mean, and they've done a really good job of making sure that everybody's made whole through a process. Yeah, precisely. One of the other uh, phrases that I wrote down that I heard uh, during this conference was fair, as in fair market value for your land. Then the, the, the statement that I heard was fair is not always just. Fair is not always just. Um, the, the folks uh, on this panel were just phenomenal. One one woman formerly served on the Trump administration Department of the Interior and Karen Budd was just terrific. They had uh, 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 Tara Rigetti who is a professor of law who is an expert on um, carbon sequestration. So she talked about property law and it was just it was very very worthwhile. The the whole the whole process of, of getting the information out was Terrific, because they began historically with the kings and even before the kings and, and how uh, it all comes down to taking somebody else's land. <laughs> so it was it was a really interesting historical perspective on it. And it made me realize that, you know, things just, just never change. There's always going to be somebody who's going to want to come after your God-given rights and come after your land. And um, that's what, you know, this this was a very timely reminder of that with the Northwest Landowners Association Conference. We're talking with Lori Hens from Beck News. You can go to Beck.News, all things Summit Carbon Solutions proposed CO2 pipeline. Uh, looking for a new story uh, coming out with the Northwest Landowners Association and their constitutional conference that took place last week. Uh, looking forward to that story, Lori. Uh, when we come back, uh, PSC's got a meeting coming up you need to know about. Also, we're going to talk about uh, an email I got 
from Summit Carbon Solutions. We'll talk about that as well. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Without apology, the regular Joe Show with Joe Giganti. Weekday evenings at 9 on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 mobile app. Talk of the Town, brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line, it moves fast. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty, Peak Automotive and Service, Runnings, your home, farm, and outdoor store, and Silver Ranch. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bike along with Lori Hintz from Beck News. You can go to Beck.News, follow all things Summit Carbon Solutions proposed CO2 pipeline related. And uh, before we get into the PSC, because there's an important meeting coming up with the Public Service Commission, but there was just a meeting, uh, a township meeting in Baldwin that took place on Friday, Lori. And uh, it, do you know the results of that? How did that go? I do. I actually showed up at the meeting um, late because I had another commitment. So I was I was on my way out there, and they were just leaving the meeting. And I spoke to um, several of the gentlemen who were uh, leaving the building, and they uh, informed me that the township had voted twenty four to zero to codify or to uh, affirm the Burley County ordinances that are in place. So they are um, just starting to organize in Baldwin now and had a very nice crowd there. And if you have 24 people right off the bat in the kind of the first shot, that's a that's a really good sign for that that township. So congratulations to them for getting people uh, <laughs> uh, out there. That is not an easy thing to do on a cold and blustery winter night in January, but they managed to do it. So 24 to zero was the vote. Um, uh, to again to reaffirm what Burley County is doing with their ordinances. Well, good news and uh, okay. Public Service Commission—they've got another hearing coming up uh, on the, I believe, the twenty-sixth, which is a Friday afternoon. Correct. Um, interesting that uh, if you want to bury something in the news cycle, it takes place late on a Friday afternoon. Um, this meeting is going to be taking place late on a Friday afternoon. Is there something uh, people should be concerned about, or something people need to know about? No, this is this is one of those situations where this is what they call a work session. So this is not something that they're necessarily hiding. In fact, I would I would posit that this is something that the Public Service Commission is doing in a very transparent manner by um, filing this notice and letting people know it is going to go from 3 p.m. until conclusion. So it doesn't have a, a time that they are even going to specifically cut off discussion either. So that is a, a, a good thing. The agenda says work session to discuss the SCS Carbon Transport LLC Midwest Carbon Express CO2 pipeline project, citing application case number PU-22-391 on the motion to supersede and preempt. Uh, people may or may not be aware that the uh, folks at Summit Carbon Solutions are um, making a motion to be able to supersede and preempt the ordinances in counties, in Burley County and in Emmons County. They have ordinances that say, okay, we have these setbacks and we want to do these things. And so Summit is asking to um, go around, if you will, and, and preempt and supersede those ordinances for the local subdivisions. So this will be a working session of the PSC 3 
commissioners being able to talk in public about what their uh, thoughts are on this and discuss it before they make an actual ruling on it. Okay, next steps after this working session gets over. Uh, what are, are you expecting as far as outcomes or um, not a decision, but what's the next pro- step in the process after this working session? Well, they will then um, go and deliberate, and then they will come up with some sort of an answer on this one. But the other thing that's interesting about this work session, and I should note, is that people absolutely can be there to watch it. So you can you can show up. Uh, to the Judicial Wing, ground floor, 600 East Boulevard Avenue, to the Pioneer Room, which is the location of this, this coming Friday, 3 p.m. If you are interested at all in what is going on with the uh, pipeline project, and maybe it's near somewhere that you own a land or somewhere where uh, it will affect you in some way, definitely people can show up and they can, you know, last time they had any type of an announcement in that room. The room was absolutely packed, so you may want to be there a bit early. Excuse me. And 3 p.m. it begins. The work session means that the deliberations will be much like uh, a a hearing, but there will not be any any, uh, allowance for anybody from the gallery or anybody who is there in person to be able to say anything. No public comment. It'll just be an observational group. Yeah, no public comment with this one. Um, so looking, looking forward to hearing uh, about that uh, coming up in the following weeks. Um, you know, one of the things I, I received an email um, this last week, uh, it was kind of a happy new year from Summit Carbon Solutions, um, kind of a newsletter. And uh, they kind of outlined some of the things they were working on. Uh, Iowa Utilities Board uh, closed their dockets. They were reviewing that, um, thanking everybody who... Uh, uh, made comments in their favor for that. Uh, and then I got down in the news section and they started talking about carbon capture. And anybody who has any questions whatsoever what the agenda on this is, it is 100% for ethanol. And Summit says this right in the newsletter. Uh, they are... Uh, Opening, working to open new markets for corn growers and ethanol producers uh, in South Dakota. And uh, that is 100% the purpose of this pipeline, according to everything they laid out in this newsletter. It's all about ethanol. And you and I were discussing a little bit that really, is it about ethanol or is it about methanol, the next iteration of corn growing? That is so Interesting that you should say that, too, because at the Northwest Landowners Association conference that I attended last week, there was a gentleman who spoke uh, after Congressman Steve King named Doyle Turner, and he came up from Iowa as well. Steve King, a former congressman, retired from Iowa. Doyle Turner from Iowa said exactly what you just said. He said that methanol is the end game with all of this. Methanol as you know, is another derivative, which means that it can be far more uh, efficient, um, clean. Uh, so methanol is definitely rising in, in, a, in several different areas. I have seen uh, uh, wind of this as well, that this is, this is very possible. A lot of people are talking about clean jet fuel. Well, and methanol is, if you dirt track racing or follow NASCAR, methanol, that's a fuel source. Yeah, I think that that, I think that 
we're going to be hearing a lot more about methanol as time goes on here, too. And the other thing is, is that the uh, the website, if you look on Summit Carbon Solutions, and I, I, I've made note of it, says specifically that this is for carbon sequestration. But there were many, many folks at this Northwest Landowners Association meeting who said, not really certain that that's what the end game is, because it looks like to many of the folks there that there might be some other uh, uses for that underground storage, if you will, of the CO2. So that was very curious, too. That was very front and well, center at the meeting as well. And, and that was the two plus two doesn't equal four, because in the newsletter, they don't say that. It, they, there's no mention in this newsletter about carbon sequestration whatsoever. Um, <laughs> not a word. Uh, the only other thing in North Dakota they do say is Summit Carbon Solutions secures 80% of easements in North Dakota. Um, I have a question about that, too. Yeah, I'm, that's up for debate. I'm curious about that number, and I would like to see. I'm, get, I'm hoping to um, question uh, Summit Carbon Solutions and get a real breakdown of exactly what that is, because some counties have in North Dakota, some counties have only one landowner because the, the pipeline goes over that corner of that county. So if you have one landowner in that county, you get 100% if you get an easement for that landowner. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this, this could be a very, there are, you know, I have seen previously where uh, Burley County only had about 44% or, or 41% or, uh, you know, there the, the deal is, is that you can use those counties and break them down county by county. And if you only have one landowner and they do sign an easement, that is 100%. So the percentage does not necessarily equate to the mile, if that makes sense. It does. Well, maybe you can get uh, that information from Summit Carbon Solutions' new chief financial yep, officer. Uh, yeah, Lee, Lee a, Blank, CEO. Yeah, so... Maybe so. Summit also has a new uh, CFO uh, working uh, on the their project. So uh, maybe you can get the answers there. Uh, we're up against a break. When we come back, I, I, I want to. Is there anything else with the the CO two pipeline we need to cover before uh, we shift topics a little bit? Well, we'll be talking about uh, that Friday meeting at the Public Service Commission. That is long awaited. We've been waiting for some time for them to. Uh, start working on that. So I know that they've got their hands full with so many projects at the PSC right now. But uh, we'll talk about that, and that'll be the that's the big thing that's coming up next. So perfect, Lori Hans. You can get all the latest uh, Beck dot news, B E K dot news with Southern Carbon Solutions proposed CO two pipeline. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little politics. Have Lori switch hats. Uh, some breaking news uh, coming out of the governor's office this morning. We'll fill you in on that coming up next. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk twelve seventy. Super Toby. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken along with Lori Hens from Beck News. And uh, we're shifting a little away from uh, Summit Carbon Solutions proposed CO2 pipeline, which you can follow at Beck News. But some breaking news this morning, Lori. And I figured since I have you on, I'll have you throw on your Beck News hat. And uh, some of the stories we're following politically this morning. Big announcement coming out of the governor's office. Yeah, it was announced on the governor's website at 9 a.m. this morning that the governor, uh, Governor Doug Burgum, is not planning to run for re-election. 
so that is that comes as a, a bit of a surprise. He is eligible for one more term uh, until term limits uh, will term him out. But at this point, uh, speculation has been swirling, of course, since the Donald Trump win in Iowa. And after his uh, win in Iowa, he was up on stage and our governor was behind him. And he talked about having a place for him in his administration, possibly. So uh, lots of questions uh, with regard to that. We haven't heard any specifics but uh, the governor did announce on his on his website, his official website, that he is not running for another term today. And in addition to that, also this morning, earlier than that, it was announced that uh, entrepreneur and uh, doctor and plastic surgeon Dr. Rick Becker is running for a House of Representatives seat. So he is going to run for the U.S. Congress. Um, also announced today. So, so many big breaking news stories, and and they all, you know, really do connect to the uh, energy sector in some way, too, because it is surmised that perhaps uh, the president of the United States of 45 and very possibly 47, uh, Donald Trump, would be probably tapping um, our governor for some sort of a post dealing with ag or energy. So you can, you can um, you know, use your imagination and, and figure out what kind of possibilities he would have in a, in a Trump administration. Two things that our tech geek governor have nothing to do with. But, okay, um, so did you touch any of his talking points on Meet the Press this weekend? It, it, he's a horrible speaker. It was not pretty. So I, it, we'll just leave that at that. But the question is, if he's not running, now he's gone around and touted Tammy Miller, who's the lieutenant governor at the moment, uh, as the next future governor of North Dakota, a future governor of North Dakota. Uh, he was touting her as that while the previous lieutenant governor was still in office uh, before he resigned. So speculation uh, who's lining up for a potential run at the governorship? Is it going to be Tammy Miller? Um, Tom Campbell uh, is a name that uh, is out there. Uh, could it be somebody else? It seems to me like today is going to be a very, very interesting political day because uh, there are some people scrambling right now to, to uh, scoop up uh, opportunities. So it'll be very interesting in the next 24 hours what happens. Um, a lot of dominoes. After, yeah, a lot of dominoes of, uh, on this on this one. So we shall we shall see. It's hard to it's hard to speculate at this point until people make um, FEC filings and and do paperwork so that you can follow a paper trail and then they make official announcements as well. But uh, early this morning we we got the we also are getting announcements all over the state of North Dakota of various legislators who are not running as well. Well, that, that uh, was the other, are, yeah, that was the other piece of this because, uh, not only national seats, but, uh, we've got some prominent legislators that are not running for another term in North Dakota, uh, especially some news coming out of Fargo. Right. In Fargo, uh, Shannon Rose Jones and Dad Jim Roars are, are not running for House and Senate respectively in District 46. In Mina, we hear that Karen Krebsbach and Randy Schobinger have decided that they are not going to run for another term. And then Rust also in another district has said that he is not running for the House. So it is, it is, um, it's really, there is fruit basket upset going on in the political scene right now and, and very well may have to do with, with some of the pushback from some of the various grassroots organizations and things like that. Lori, we're up against a break. Thank you very much. You can follow all the latest at Beck News, (laughs) Beck.News. This is Talk of the Town on Supertalk 1270. 
KLXX AM, Mandan Bismarck, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the View Community Credit Union Studio. The Todd Starnes Daily Update, weekday mornings at 1130 on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 app. Talk of the Town, brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line, it moves fast. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty, Peak Automotive and Service, Runnings, your home, farm, and outdoor store, and Silver Ranch. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken. Joining us on the program from Tracy's Sanctuary House, uh, Kelsey Zotnick. And a um, little backstory, because uh, we're getting close to the Winter yes. White Party right now. It, it's closer than yeah. people think. And you guys are almost out of tickets. We'll talk about that coming up in a little bit. Uh, but a uh, little backstory to Tracy's Sanctuary House for those that may yeah. not be familiar with it. Yeah. So Tracy's Sanctuary House was uh, created in memory of my mom, Tracy. And um, in 2004, we were in a motor vehicle accident, and she was ejected from the vehicle, and we were outside of Barnesville, Minnesota. Um, at that time, she was life um, air flighted to the local hospital, and it was Fargo. And so we had all these family members travel from Bismarck, Mandan, Elgin, Flasher, Carson area um, to be by her bedside during that emergency situation. She was in the emergency room, and we um, she passed away that night. And then what they told us to do, just walk across the hotel and get a get a hotel room. And it's 1 a.m. and you kind of walk across to the hotel. That's not the nicest hotel in the area. And um, and then we just didn't have a, way, a place to congregate. So we didn't have somewhere to kind of mourn or that what next. We didn't have a vehicle. So we had to figure out who was going to take us home. Well, in a moment like that, you're in a little bit of a fog. You're in yeah. shock. You're, you're, just, you know, you're dazed. So... Um, Trying to put all the logistics together of, okay, hotel and we're yeah. stay and meals and meeting space and, and trying to get the family rallied around a yep. tragic event. You're not thinking the clearest at that time and, and you really shouldn't have to. Yeah. And so that event, we, after staying maybe four hours that night, we had six hotel rooms with all the family that came to, to her bedside and, um, and, we left about four hours into our hotel stay and we decided to go back to Bismarck. And my dad immediately was like, well, why isn't there like a home where it's like a private space and where families could come and let the kids kind of be and have a kitchen and a bathroom and a living room area where you could kind of congregate and kind of that what next feeling in the emergency situation. It would have been nice to have family members go to a family while my mom was um, in her surgeries into a house, sorry, have families go to a house where my mom was like in surgery during some of those um, time frames. And so that's what was the inception of Tracy's Sanctuary House. So my mom passed away in August of 2004. And within a month, my dad started 
dreaming this idea of Tracy's Sanctuary House. And this was way before medical, like Airbnbs were a thing. And so my dad wanted a home where families could come in emergency. We have everything there for you for an emergency stay, shampoo, toilet paper, all the bed linens. Everything is fully furnished in the house. And you can stay for 24 hours all the way up to six weeks. And we've even had longer than six weeks. Um, we've had NICU babies that have been born at 25 weeks gestational. And we've, we've ha- hosed them for, you know, 15 weeks. So, you know, the other side of that is the cost. Yes. So if you think about a child in a NICU and you've mm-hmm. got family, extended family that wants to um, be there to support the family, um, it's expensive. Hotel stay yes. for six weeks, uh, th- th- that's not doable. That is not doable, especially when, like, the discount rate is $90 at a hotel right now. It's, it's, it's you know, you save a lot of money just to go on a vacation. And this does not become a vacation for these families. And so this, this can definitely put people at a really... Um, hard spot to pay for hotel stays, especially for multiple weeks in advance. So we do offer the first week as a free will donation for emergency situations. And then if cancer or dialysis patients doing their outpatient treatment in Bismarck, um, they can utilize our facilities too, or we've had um, transplant patients. So anyone that's doing three plus weeks, as low as $15 a night is what we charge just to help offset some of our operational costs, the utilities and the mortgage and all of those things. But, um, but yeah, we can help families that kind of any um, income level, uh, whatever their need is, and we kind of support them as, as much as we can while their loved one is in the hospital. Okay, we're going to get to the fundraising side of this and how you offset some of those costs in a few minutes. But um, from a communications perspective, because tragedy happens, you're mm-hmm. a family member's life flighted, you're mm-hmm. in the NICU, whatever the case may be, um, and first thing we do is we flock to be by the side of our loved ones. Um, you don't think about the planning ahead and, and reserving a hotel room and things like that. Um, but now you're in the moment and the question is, okay, what do I need to do? Where do I need to go? Because I can't stay at the uh, hospital all night. Mm-hmm. It, how does that communication piece work with the, the local medical providers? Yep. If somebody's coming in for that uh, cancer treatment at the cancer yep. center or a NICU stay or, you know, somebody is in a tragic accident and life flighted in. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you work with the, the medical providers? Because, yeah. you know, somebody's sitting there and the grief counselor's with them and in the emergency room and you're like, okay, stop, take a breath. And this is the plan. Yep. And, and Tracy Sanctuary's house comes up. Yep. So we actually have a connection with all the hospitals, um, the local chaplains, the police chaplains. Um, and what they can do is they refer people to Tracy Sanctuary House. So there is a formal referral um, medical form that we do have um, the hospitals help us fill out for those families so that we can have um, an admittance um process, but the social workers, the case managers, the chaplains, it's also a grassroots effort. A lot of families um, find us, find out about us from someone else that knew us or that's, you know, another person in, in their local community has used Tracy Sanctuary House. Facebook has been a big, um, big help for us as well over the years. A lot of people find us on Facebook. They, I've seen people post on, you know, Bismarck area moms. I'm looking for a place to stay. And it's, you know, someone recommends Tracy Sanctuary House. Um, if, if it's someone from out of Bismarck area. So it's, it's definitely 
kind of all-encompassing. The hospitals, for sure, people call us directly, and then we kind of gather the information that we need for the admittance, making sure that they fit the mission um, of what Tracy Sanctuary House does. And then um, we work with the the nurses, social workers, case managers, chaplains, um, police officers. We've had all different um, referrals come through our doors. So. so a lot of word of mouth. Yes. A lot of connections with the providers mm-hmm. in a tragic situation. You mentioned uh, the crisis care chaplaincy and uh, the the work those guys do is unbelievable um, that are right there when when a tragedy happens. Um, You know, the social media side of stuff, um, that's a lot of work to get those connections and and get that out there when you're providing a service for somebody that is in crisis. Yeah, and a lot of times, you know, you don't ever think maybe you're going to need something like Tracy's Sanctuary House. And so we've built up this since 2005, but I've taken over in 2016 as a full-time director. And so um, a big push for that grassroots effort, for connecting to the hospitals, creating that referral form process to help um, help us, you know, manage that process better. Um, it's definitely taken, taken a few, a few years to get and we're always changing things and working to a better system. But, um, definitely word of mouth is the biggest thing we need all the ambassadors out there that maybe know someone that needs us. Um, there's people that find us two weeks after they've already paid for a hotel and they're like, oh, I wish we would have found you sooner. And we, we wish they would have too because we can alleviate some of the stress. We can pr- provide privacy. We can provide amenities that you don't get at a, at a hotel room. Um, and because it's a fully furnished house with multiple living rooms, uh, multiple kitchens, a chapel in the back, a gorgeous backyard, um, a full-service washer and dryer for them. It's all there for them to use while they're staying at Tracy's. A lot of different opportunities out there uh, when somebody's in crisis, um, and that takes some funding as well. Uh, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, one of your biggest fundraisers and uh, a fun event. It, this has turned into... Uh, the Winter White Party has turned into just a great event. We're going to find out more about that. And uh, tickets are getting down there. So yeah. if you are thinking about going, you need to get your tickets now. We're talking with Kelsey Zotnick, uh, Tracy Sanctuary House. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Super Talk 1270. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bach along with Kelsey Zotnick, Tracy's Sanctuary House. And, uh, okay, we talked a little bit about Tracy's Sanctuary House, but, you know, the, the work you guys do takes a lot of funds. <laughs> and you've got a lot of great partners, got a lot of great sponsors. Uh, you do a lot of great fundraising. One of the funnest events that you guys, <laughs> I, I, don't miss this one. Every year, the Winter White Party. And it falls right at a time where it's like, Okay, we're done with the holidays. We're it's like okay, now we're getting into the doldrums of it's cold it's outside. Cold. <laughs> I need something fun to do. Yeah, and the winter white party's it. Yes, it is, and it seems like it's always on one of the coldest weeks of the year. And as we can see, the temperatures dropping. I feel like it's just right on par this yep, year. <laughs> you're going to be right on par. A great yeah. venue, though. Uh, yeah. You guys are up at the Heritage Center in the atrium there, and it is such a beautiful venue. And and. You know, it wouldn't be the winter white party if it wasn't winter. Exactly. And it wasn't white. Right. And, and by the way, frost <laughs> is white. So that's hence the cold. It's okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so it's at the North Dakota Heritage Center on January 25th. And again, it's our signature fundraiser, our only one and only big annual fundraiser that we do for Tracy Sanctuary House. Um, we're involved in some smaller things, but this is this is the this event. Is yep, this is what helps us. Um, last year we raised right around fifty thousand dollars, which is, I mean, that's mind blowing for us. We're a very small organization, and I'm a one person staff member. So um, I was like years ago, I was like giving away tickets, and now it's like people are knocking at our door the day of, asking to buy tickets, and it's sold out usually. So. So selling out is great, but it's not just about the tickets. No. It's about the sponsors yes. and the things that are there to do. Yes. And we have, the community has shown up for us year and year after. Um, our sponsors are, if you don't follow us on Tracy Sanctuary's Facebook page, our, we, our list of sponsors is a mile long. We have the best community partners that help us put this event on and help us raise the funds that we need to for Tracy's Sanctuary House. So I do thank all of them. Um, but the event itself is kind of a different type of event. It's a social it's event. A social. Yeah, it's a huge social. That yeah, was kind you, of the event. It was a party. My mom right. loved to host parties. And you think about some of these fundraising events, and it's like, okay, that's going to tie up my entire evening. Yep. No, you guys, no. You're it's having bing, happy hours. It's being, yes, you're, you're it's literally happy, happy hours. Hour. So we have hors d'oeuvres there, um, heavy hors d'oeuvres, a signature drink that you can have something fun in your drink this year. We have a cash bar, but the games and the big thing is the di- diamond dig. We are di- digging for diamonds this year. So we have these gorgeous um, 1.75 total carat weight stud earrings from Riddle's Jewelry that we are going to be giving away um, during our diamond dig. So it's we kind of try to make it fun and different every year. Um, there's things to do, things to um, purchase, a silent auction, um, games to play, and that all that money is raised and goes right back into the mission of Tracy's Sanctuary House. We pay for utilities, mortgage, all the things that your own home would need. We do need plus plus more. So. So talk about some of the partnerships because you've got a lot of great sponsors to pitch in on this. You you just don't do this event without some great community sponsors. No. So we have – the sponsor list is is literally a mile long, and I don't want to forget anyone. But we've been on TV. We've been on KX News. Riddles provides the diamonds the last few years. Um, we have a lot of personal sponsors that are helping us um, fund the, the games that we're doing. Send It 24-7 is going to help us with the cornhole tournament that we're going to do. Um, we have um, Sanford and CHI obviously are helping with us. Um, and all of these sponsors get tickets. So they also like to come and, and enjoy the event as well. So um, a few of our higher level sponsors get an actual reserve table in the atrium and the gorgeous white atrium. And um, and then a lot of people have donated to the silent auction. And we will have that online on the 21st, um, the week of the event. So if you do not attend the event, you can still get an on, a silent auction item. So Now, that's one of the nice things, too, with the silent auction being online, because a lot of people have gone to that format. Um, it really opens up the bidding for because yes. in your case you you sell out every year. Yes, so we have it, the last but, few. But a lot of people like to get in on silent auctions, and you still have that opportunity. Yes, and it's that has been a wonderful addition to um, to our silent auction. We used to only do it at the event, and 
opening it up for other people to bid during the week of. And and also, even if you're attending an event, it's kind of nice to look at what's out there so that you can kind of focus on maybe what you want or what you're interested in during the event. But it closes the night of the event. But if you are not in attendance and you are a winner, we will arrange um, pick up or drop off. So. Uh, as far as attire, winter white yes. party is white. So white. just wear white. Yes. So white is is the name of the game. So the last few years, people have really been up in their their game and they've been dressing to to the nines with the white. Um, but you can wear from a white sweater and jeans all the way to a white formal dress. And so you'll see a whole different gamut of people there, but it's definitely has been elevated the last few years with the white So this with is the one game. time of the year it's okay to wear white between Labor Day yes, and Memorial Day. Yes, it is. Day. It is, yes. A good spray tan is is <laughs> always really nice because then you don't feel like you're so so ghostly. But um but yes, and then after all the holiday eating and everything. But it is it is so fun for people to get involved. I mean, I have people telling me in August, what they're that they're already looking for their white attire for the event. So it's kind of cool. It's it's definitely have its legs of its own. So you're down to less than forty tickets. We are down to forty tickets, and there's a price increase on Friday. So um, if you haven't gotten your ticket now and you are thinking about going, I would I would grab it before they're sold out. How do people get their tickets? Yeah, they can go either on tracysanctuary.com. We have a little ticket link right on the web or right on the homepage. Go on to Facebook. There's um, event out there, and then Eventbrite. That's where we're selling them through. And then as far as people getting hooked up for the silent auction yes. that takes place, yep. where do they go for that? They can, um, so we will be posting that on our website, or, sorry, not our website, but we will be posting that on the Facebook page, TracySanctuary.com, or sorry, Tracy Sanctuary House on Facebook. Um, and then I'll be sending out an email to all those email subscribers that we have. So if you are looking for the link, that's the two places you can look. People want to get a hold of you. How do they do that? Yep, just call us at seven zero one two five eight five eight eight nine is our phone number. Um, you can message us on Facebook or email us on our website. And the website one more time: www.tracysanctuary.com. Winter White Party coming up uh, right around the corner, uh, January 25th. Only a few weeks. That's so quick. Uh, Kelsey, thanks for coming in. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Like it. The Ken Talk lineup is on Super Talk 1270. Check out the program schedule at supertalk1270.com and on the free Super Talk 1270 app. Talk of the Town, brought to you by... Big boy, just get in line. It moves fast. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty, Peak Automotive and Service, Runnings, your home, farm, and outdoor store, and Silver Ranch. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bach, and a happy Monday. Road's a little slick out there. So, Kev, how was your drive over? Was it a little Not slippery? bad. No? They've okay. got the roads really good. I'll tell you what, earlier this yes. morning, roads were, before we got some traffic yeah. on them, uh, a little bit on yeah. the slick side, but that uh, should alleviate itself a little bit as uh, temperatures warm up today. A little bit. We're kind of at the high for the day. It's crazy. Um, but uh, Kev from Running is joining us this morning, and uh, uh, Iowa Smokehouse, of course, we got to start with... Uh, Jerky talk, steak bite. You brought steak bites. My I brought friend. steak bites. 
Brad only they? brings me steak bites every now and then, but I love steak bites. I love jerky, but I love, love steak bites. You brought me two different kinds, uh, the sweet old-fashioned steak bites, which I dearly love. And then I have not tried these yet, the red pepper steak bites. Oh, oh they're good. They oh, are good. They get a little bite to them. They a little bite, but Mild they're beefy. Up, but the, the bite lingers. Yes, that, that That's the part that the bite lingers. So uh, one of the great products of Iowa Smokehouse over at uh, at Runnings. Also, you guys carry... Uh, we got the sticks. We got yeah. the summer. We got the jerky. We've got all we got of this. Stuff. Great product. Oh, we Cloverdale got Cloverdale now. snacks yeah. now. And I tell you what, we're filling them things up weekly. Everybody loves the Cloverdale snacks as well. So come on by. Oh, yeah. We got not only the Candy Cove, but we got a lot of jerky and snacks, too. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about, uh, not the flyer, because the, there really isn't a flyer this week. You guys right. are in the, you know, going through inventory and stuff right now. But uh, uh, you've got, uh, thank you, Customer Appreciation Day is coming up. Yes. Right around the corner. It is. And, that, and that's and a, a big week. That's a big week. And we're really doing some special things all throughout the store. All throughout the store. Sportsman side, of course, with me. Oh, I love it because we're running the gift card specials again. And Ooh. that's a big one. You know, you spend 250 bucks, you get a $25 gift card back. You know, clear up to $2,000 and $200 gift card back. We love this event. I mean, we really, our customers love so it. So that certain gun I told you to try to keep an eye yeah, out for me, yeah. that might be the good time to buy it right yeah, now? That, that yeah, now would be a good time to buy it in a week. Because okay. right. yeah, this goes that. through January 28th through the 4th. <laughs> I can go back and put your name and tag it. Okay, you just, know? Just, just checking. Yeah. You, know, oh, you got one in? I Maybe. Uh, really? I got to tease you a little bit, we, we, but I'm not we'll going to give you all. Uh, you know, one of the things, too, with uh, customer appreciation, days, you know, the gift card special in the sporting goods side is amazing. Um, but with customer appreciation days, you also have some theme days. Uh, great opportunity to get back to the community. You got Cedar Sindison Day, uh, which takes place Wednesday, January 31st. You've got Military Police, Fire Department, and EMT Day. So basically, First Responder Day yes. on Thursday, February 1st, and Healthcare Workers Day, Friday, February 2nd. Uh, you know, all of those are opportunities that Runnings gives yep. back to vitally important totally. people in the community. Well, and we care. We care about everybody in our community. We really do. I mean, but when we can focus like this on those special people for the time they give, and we all know. And that's on top workers. of all the oh, other That's on specials. top of it. That's on top of it. So you come in, get that 10% off. And, I mean, it's everything from every department in the store. We can help you out. We can get you ready for the spring that is eventually going to be coming. Um, and that, um, I like the, I like the, the title they put on the hunting one, everything outdoors. Our store is just about everything. You go across. I love it when people come in and say, what don't you have? Let That's me, a great question. Let me think about it because there's not much we don't well, have. Well, let's think about that for a second. What do you not have at Runnings? I, that, it, it's you got hard. a little groceries. You got a lot of clothing. You got we got pets, hardware. We got electrical, yeah. automotive, outdoor warehouse. That's a great question. You know, I, you know, I, I like to think about questions and problem solve from the other side of the aisle. Sometimes I'm like, wait a minute, what do you not have? And if we don't have it when our customers come in, we love it when they say, "Hey, can you guys get this?" And we will definitely research it and try to get that product in that we're missing. That's what we're all about: is keep building it. You know, building and building and building in all of our departments, you know. I mean, it was kind of crazy going over, you know, everything this last week. And 
and to see the literally hundred of thousands of SKUs we have in this store, a product, you know, and we want to keep adding and getting the right stuff for every every level. So one of the things uh, you guys, of course, the farm and ranch side of things, and uh, as we're starting to get into spring season, yes. um, that means calving, yep. lambing. Yep. Um, you've got all that covered. And all of it. All of it. So uh, one of the other things, too, is you were clearancing out uh, the H&W brands. Yes. Uh, not that you're not going to continue to carry that. You were just closing that out because you were out. relabeling all the yes. SKUs. Uh, where are you at on some of the clearance items? We still use? have some out there, I think. Not a lot. I mean, the, a few gates, a, a few, few gates, a few panels, but not not a whole lot from our last time you and I talked about it last week. So a lot of customers came in and said, hey, I heard you have this. We've moved a lot. But the H and K, yeah, we're not. It's not going nowhere. It's staying around. But so it's just the, this, and, and the other side of that too is if you know you might have to find a panel here and a gate over yes. there. But you guys are okay with that. We're we're okay. We've got that fence. Actually, when they went out and did the audit on the fence, I don't remember how many hours it took, but it took a ton because then you realize <laughs> how much we actually have. Did you make him go out last that. week when it was really, really, oh, yeah. really cold? Yeah, we made Bradley go out because That's you know mean. he's not here this week. So yeah, we made him go out <laughs> last week. So absolutely, uh, a great line of calf warmers, tanks, fencing, all of that. Uh, you know, one of the things too is uh, depending on the weather, uh, supplements. You know, there's a lot yes. of. A lot of people have to supplement uh, with really cold weather, uh, whether it's their lambs or calves. Uh, you guys carry all that? All the supplements yeah. and, and that, the, the, especially those high-protein things that they really need. And it just kicks off spring. It helps them. So when those new grazing fields come in and replenish, let's take care of them prior to that. Let's get them what they need to start up hard and healthy. And that's what we have a lot of that. You know, we were pretty good, uh, too, uh, until we had this list little cold snap. But uh, as far as um, heaters and yes. and keeping stock tanks. heaters and stock tank heaters stock and tanks all of that. Open and yep. you guys have got all of that. And, of course, uh, once we're starting to get into uh, um, soggier weather. Yeah, good uh, way to good good yeah. way to put it. So muck boots, soupy weather. You, you guys yep. always have a great deal on muck boots, and uh, one we haven't talked about because uh, I've kind of gotten down this road a little bit uh, on the hunting side of things. Camic, uh, you guys yep. carry a great line of Camic boots. We do, and and that's a popular, a very good, solid, wearable boot. I mean, they're going to last you. Uh, they're comfortable. They've got that uh, arch and heel support in them. Yeah, Ariat, Canic. Oh my gosh. That's one of those things. We have so much that we're not sure. I'm not sure what all we have, but it's all <laughs> again. Lot. What do you not have? Uh, pet supplies too. You guys got a great lineup for pets and I, I, we just had a litter of puppies last August. I did a lot of shopping at Runnings. There was, Ooh, there was yeah. a lot of stuff I, I picked up at Runnings that, um, especially when it's just up the street. And I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I I need this and I yep. I need this and and it's not just the foods and stuff either yeah. though it's the it's the dog trays it's the leads it's the, the train well, all that and I, I actually picked up a couple new dog kennels yep. um, full collapsible crates and uh, um, and I was going through some of the other ones and I was like wait a minute the pans cracked or you right. know, I need the new yeah. you guys have all the we replacement have it pans. all you we guys have it all. got it all so yep. whether you're putting up kennels out in the backyard or or uh, you're looking at just foldable dog crates right. and you've got all of that and the food and the yep. 
we got the mats, we got the fancy, we got the six foot, the big outdoor six by six, six by ten kennels and that. We got it all from every level and we don't even leave out the cats I, I because was, we got a tough lot of stuff for them kitties. Well, and I was running through a lot of... Uh a lot of sales on dog toys. Oh yeah, because I was uh, I was doing a lot of shopping on dog yeah. toys. Yeah, it's kind uh, of a nice thing at the end of the year when all that <laughs> stuff goes on sale. Yeah, it was pretty good. The, the timing was about right. So, uh, Cab from Runnings, uh, great Iowa Smokehouse, sweet old fashioned steak great bites, stuff. and the, the red pepper steak bites, which I have not had before. Ooh, yep. uh, good stuff. Be sure to try those out at Runnings uh, with all the other stuff. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit of hunting because um, with the sale coming up. There's some seasons that you need to get ready get for. Ready. I mean, we're really, if you think about it, not that far away from spring open water fishing right. again. And we haven't really had an ice fishing season yet. Uh, but spring turkeys around the corner spring as well. Spring turkeys so, right there. A lot to get ready for. We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 12 Step. Super Talk. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken along with Kev from Runnings. Of course, uh, uh, they've got a great, great flyer coming up. Not this week, the following week. It's their customer appreciation days um, and some great days there too. Senior Citizens Day, Military Police Fire Department, EMT Day, so First Responders Day, Healthcare Worker Days, uh, all 10% off on top of what their already sale prices are for that flyer. Um, and, of course, uh, the sporting goods. This is uh, kind of a big time for sporting it's goods, Kev. Big uh, time. Turnover season. Oh, gift cards. You guys do that gift card. Uh, so you spend 250 you get a $25 gift card. Yep. Uh, yep. All the way up to $2,000, you get a $200 gift card back. Yep. Um, so if you're like me and you kind of eyeing a certain firearm, now's the time now's to buy time. that. Uh, or, you know, maybe you're looking at a fish house or... A trolling motor or decoys or yeah. I mean anything, anything I mean, in sporting goods. Now's any, the time to, to hop on use that. that gift card for. Well, and you know, you think about some of the optics that are out there too. It's a great time to buy some yeah. of that yeah. um, as well. We're a leader in vortex. I mean, we yeah. or vortex the, and loophole and and that, but vortex or or the little. Yeah. Inflatable Coleman hot tub. For oh, great little five hundred bucks. Yeah, when the winter comes, if you don't want it up, deflate it, put it back in the box, pull it back out in the or spring. Or if you like to tailgate or a tailgate, well, I, I've seen. People I heard that's pretty tail- cool. Yeah, yeah, hot tubbing while tailgating. Yeah, good why time. not? You get to know Super your neighbors. Party. Somebody wants to have a Super Bowl party. There you there. go. I'll get be the there when tub. you do that. Um, also, uh, you got a couple other things on here as well. Um, you know. One of the big things is, is gun safes, and you got a great deal on uh, Liberty gun safes that, yep. you know, one of the best names out there. Um, great opportunity yep. to get in it because I, I, I was there for the Black Friday sale, and good Lord, those things went fast. They go fast. And the nice thing I like about the Liberties is that they still run a backup skeleton key on their systems. So if something goes wrong, you can always get into that safe because you got that skeleton key that will get you into that Well, they that all get safe. the electronic lock now and right. so the battery died or something goes a little awry you know, and it's, it's electronics. As, you know, take the key, 
and put it inside the safe for safekeeping. But yeah, don't do that. Don't do that because we've had that. And that takes a lot of work for me getting you a new one, you know. So don't do that. You know, uh, you know another thing, too, is uh, when we're talking about uh, spring because we're talking during the break a little bit about uh, open water fishing season right around the corner. Right around. And, and, and I'm in the process of putting a new trolling motor on my little river fishing boat. And... Uh, um, one of the things we have to talk about as well is we've got seasons coming up right around the corner. You go to the we Game do. of Fish website, we're not that far from turkey season. And Absolutely don't forget, going to be due pretty quick. You're going to have to get your new fishing license here real yep. soon. And yep. Yeah. So and a lot March. of fishing license time you gotta you gotta reinstate them all so come on in while you're there look at the fishing look at i mean we've got such a had a guy in the store the other day never back in that department he says uh where's your fishing and i said uh the next 13 aisles and he was blown, he was blown away you know it's like where'd this come from well it's been here as long as i have and i've been there for a long time but we can fix it spooling re-spooling your rigs i mean and I've got a new guy in that's super knowledgeable. Um, we've got the help you need in that fishing. But then, of course, my favorite, spring turkey. I'm a gobbler guy. Well, um, you just said you had a guy that was like, hey, the other I, day, I, 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 I want to get into spring turkey. Wanted to get in. Been old box, late caller forever. Wanted to try his experience with a, a diaphragm. Worked with him for a few minutes, got him fired up on a diaphragm call. We were talking turkey in the store. People are coming just to, you know, see what's there. If there is a really a, a real one or not. Well, I've been known as being a turkey, so I'll I'll take that. You know, I just don't strut no more. At my age, you don't I'll come strut. Come on, I've seen you strut. It's, it's fine. Uh, you know, one of the things too is, uh, you know. I was looking in, in comparables on some knives. You've got the Smith Ed Sports Bushcraft knife. Um, great little knife. And I've got several of these. Five ninety nine. Super sharp. Yeah, super sharp knife. Yeah. I mean, if you need a knife to just throw in your truck or throw in. Yeah. A lot in of people the throw them in their campers. Here, throw in your camper. They throw them in their campers. They're that good of a knife. We tested it on a Coke can. And that little knife ripped through that Coke can so fast it was unreal. Yeah, little plastic knife. You yeah. can play with it. You can do all kinds of things For with six it. Bucks. Six bucks. Six yeah. bucks. And, and um, one of the things I was going to ask you about, too, because, um, you know, a lot of people have gotten into these razor knives. Yes. So it, Outdoor edge. There's yeah, many you've manufacturers. You've got the knife, and you just replace the blade. Pull the blade out, and they are all surgical tuned. Yeah, surgical so steel. Biggest, yes. So you got to be careful, and I tell people that, especially – Deer hunting, especially deer hunting when you're up in that carcass. Hands are cold, maybe fingers a little numb. You don't know if you'd cut yourself. you got to be careful. But you don't cut yourself with a sharp knife. You cut yourself with a dull knife. A dull knife. Yes. Not a sharp knife. So, And with a good knife and the good tools, you don't have to worry about going up there blind. You can take it all the way up. And, uh, you know, I'll I'll well, study that's what I'm saw, too. God, I remember uh, elk hunting back in the day because I used to go to Colorado elk hunting all the time. And I, I would actually bring my knife sharpener with me. Oh, yeah. You had to bring Absolutely. the knife sharpener because you get halfway through gutting an elk or you do that gut the deer and yeah. that blade goes dull. Yeah, take a little scissor sharpener, bam, few but strokes, keep it tuned. With these razor knives, Don't have I worry. see a new investment I have to do, um, you just flop the blade out. We do. You, and you then don't we, have to take... We got the ones with the gut hooks too, so it's a two-blade fold. Oh. So you've got your you've got your flex gutting blade and, and hiding blade, but it also has a gut hook blade. And if you've never used a good gut hook blade, oh, they're phenomenal. They don't know. The good work. ones are no work. 
it just makes your life so easy. And going through that hide, they just lay it open. It's so a whole lot less work. So if you don't have to work as hard, you're more cautious. More well, careful. and I've seen some of the good ones too. It's well, they'll have that saw because you remember when the big Sagan yep. saw came out and it's like, wow, this is the best thing ever for yeah. uh, splitting the. Yep. Splitting the pelvis, you cut it all yeah. the way out now. You don't just split it because we all uh, lost enough tips of our knives yeah. taking the old stick or the hand and pounding Banging it. Banging it away. All of a sudden, it's like you got a, a square knife. Yeah, that $50 yeah. buck knife just, uh, yeah. yeah, it's not yeah. as. And I can sell you those too because we got those too. I know you I mean, do. we got such a, yeah, we got such a a variety of them, whatever you want. And so many of them have such good grip support and stuff now. You know, a lot of knives, you, the biggest thing was your hands would get greasy, slimy. They would slip. Well, with so many of these and the outdoor edge and the Gerbers, those, they, your hands will slip. Yeah. They won't slide off. So you got a good firm grip on them all the time. I, I, I still have the first two buck knives my grandfather had ever bought me when I was a kid. Yeah. When I, a little. It's like. Can't wear them out. You, Good steel. Can't wear them out. You just, yep. you just can't. Uh, fine quality over at Runnings. Don't forget coming up, uh, their customer appreciation days a week from this week. Yes. So a lot going on. This is Talk of the Town. Kev, thanks for coming in. And now you got me thinking about fishing and hunting yeah, again. Yeah. And the sports show. Don't forget yeah, the sports, sports show. show coming up. February this is Talk of the Town. We'll talk about that coming up too. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. KLXX AM, Mandan Bismarck, a Townsquare media station, broadcasting from the View Community Credit Union Studio.